curse. His massive arms are wrapped around you, protecting you. You can run under his covering of majesty and hide. His arms of faithfulness are a shield, keeping you from harm. You will never worry about an attack of demonic forces at night, nor have to fear a spirit of darkness coming against you. Don't fear a thing. Whether by day or by night, demonic danger will not trouble you, nor will the powers of evil be launched against you. Even in a time of disaster with thousands and thousands is being killed. You will remain unscathed and unharmed. You will be a spectator as the wicked perish in judgment, for they will be paid back for what they have done. When we live our lives within the shadow of God Most High, our secret hiding place, we will always be shielded from harm. How then could evil prevail against us or disease infect us? God sends angels with special orders to protect you wherever you go, defending you from all harm. If you walk into a trap, they'll be there for you and keep you from You'll even walk unharmed among the fiercest powers of darkness, trampling every one of them beneath your feet. For here is what the Lord has spoken to me. Because you loved me, delighted in me, and have been loyal to my name, I will greatly protect you. I will answer your cry for help every time you pray, and you will feel my presence in your time of trouble. I will deliver you and bring you honor. I will satisfy you with a full life and with all that I do for you, for you will enjoy the fullness of my salvation. When you abide under the shadow of Shaddai, you are hidden in the strength of God Most High. He's the hope that holds me in the stronghold to shelter me, the only God for me and my great confidence. He will rescue you from every hidden trap of the enemy. He will protect you from false accusation and any deadly curse. His massive arms are wrapped around you, protecting you. You can run under his covering of majesty and hide. His arms of faithfulness are a shield, keeping you from harm. You will never worry about an attack of demonic forces at night, nor have to fear a spirit of darkness coming against you. Don't fear a thing. Whether by day or by night, demonic danger will not trouble you, nor will the powers of evil be launched against you. Even in a time of disaster with thousands and thousands, is being killed. You will remain unscathed and unharmed. You will be a spectator as the wicked perish in judgment, for they will be paid back for what they have done. When we live our lives within the shadow of God Most High, our secret hiding place, we will always be shielded from harm. How then could evil prevail against us or disease infect us? God sends angels with special orders to protect you wherever you go, defending you from all harm. If you walk into a trap, they'll be there for you and keep you from stopping. You'll even walk unharmed among the fiercest powers of darkness, trampling every one of them beneath your feet. For here is what the Lord has spoken to me. Because you loved me, delighted in me, and have been loyal to my name, I will greatly protect you. I will answer your cry for help every time you pray, and you will feel my presence in your time of trouble. I will deliver you and bring you honor. I will satisfy you with a full life and with all that I do for you, for you will enjoy the fullness of my salvation. When you abide under the shadow of Shaddai, you are hidden in the strength of God Most High. He's the hope that holds me in the stronghold to shelter me, the only God for me and my great confidence. He will rescue you from every hidden trap of the enemy. He will protect you from false accusation and any deadly curse. 
His massive arms are wrapped around you, protecting you. You can run under his covering of majesty and hide. His arms of faithfulness are a shield, keeping you from harm. You will never worry about an attack of demonic forces at night, nor have to fear a spirit of darkness coming against you. Don't fear a thing. Whether by day or by night, demonic danger will not trouble you, nor will the powers of evil be launched against you. Even in a time of disaster with thousands and thousands being killed, you will remain unscathed and unharmed. You will be a spectator as the wicked perish in judgment, for they will be paid back for what they have done. When we live our lives within the shadow of God Most High, our secret hiding place, we will always be shielded from harm. How then could evil prevail against us or disease infect us? God sends angels with special orders to protect you wherever you go, defending you from all harm. If you walk into a trap, they'll be there for you and keep you from stumbling. You'll even walk unharmed among the fiercest powers of darkness, trampling every one of them beneath your feet. For here is what the Lord has spoken to me. Because you loved me, delighted in me, and have been loyal to my name, I will greatly protect you. I will answer your cry for help every time you pray, and you will feel my presence in your time of trouble. I will deliver you and bring you honor. I will satisfy you with a full life and with all that I do for you, for you will enjoy the fullness of my salvation. When you abide under the shadow of Shaddai, you are hidden in the strength of God Most High. He's the hope that holds me and the stronghold to shelter me, the only God for me and my great confidence. He will rescue you from every hidden trap of the enemy. He will protect you from false accusation and any deadly curse. His massive arms are wrapped around you, protecting you. You can run under his covering of majesty and hide. His arms of faithfulness are a shield, keeping you from harm. You will never worry about an attack of demonic forces at night, nor have to fear a spirit of darkness coming against you. Don't fear a thing. Whether by day or by night, demonic danger will not trouble you, nor will the powers of evil be launched against you. Even in a time of disaster with thousands and thousands, Thousands being killed, you will remain unscathed and unharmed. You will be a spectator as the wicked perish in judgment, for they will be paid back for what they have done. When we live our lives within the shadow of God Most High, our secret hiding place, we will always be shielded from harm. How then could evil prevail against us or disease infect us? God sends angels with special orders to protect you wherever you go, defending you. Christian Fellowship. We're so glad that you're here tonight. As the Word of God goes forth and the Spirit of God moves, God has great things in store for you. And if you're watching online, we just want to welcome you as well. Father, you are so good. You, you are the same yesterday, today, and forever. You're good, good, good. And we bless you, Lord. We thank you for your goodness. We thank you that you pour out your goodness on us. And Lord, we give you the highest praise and the greatest honor, for you are Lord of all. And we bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's worship the Lord together. You ready to worship tonight? Let's stand together. We have much to be thankful for. Amen. Yeah. Oh. Blessed be. 
He's come to live in your hearts and to lead your life and to order your steps. Oh, we bless you, Lord. We magnify you. We worship you. We bless your holy and wonderful name. Oh, be lifted up in this place, Lord Jesus. You are greater than any problem. You are good and greatly to be praised. Your mercy is new every morning. We bless you, Lord God. We praise you in this place. Thank you for your power and your presence and your glory and your honor. Doing great and mighty things. We know that you're in this place, Lord. Your word says so. And we thank you, Lord, that you speak to us. Be still and know that I am God. For in the stillness... In the quietness, you will hear my still small voice within you. It'll lead you in the way that you should go. It'll show you what you need to do. It'll bring you through and it'll bless you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Amen, amen. Well, you may have your seats. Thank you, Signature Worship Team. Thank you, Sound Team and Audio Video Team. Hallelujah. It is a good Wednesday night. And you're in a good place. A special place. Hallelujah. Just want to let you know that we're excited. We'll be ministering to our, to Forge School and to Northside School tomorrow at Bible Adventure. And uh, ladies, if you'd like to uh, come, uh, we're having our book club uh, on Sunday after our service. And uh, they're studying one of uh, Dr. Fiona's books. So you're welcome to come to that. And uh, it'll be right after service and they have food there too. So God is a good God. And just want to let you know that we're going to have our Candlelight Christmas service on Wednesday, December 21st, and uh, we won't have a service on Sunday, Uh, I think that's the 25th, so you can have maximum family time, hallelujah, God is good, amen, praise the Lord, and as always, you can give and invest in the kingdom of God, don't let needs 
be the deciding factor. Let the Holy Spirit be the deciding factor. Amen. Say, I'm led by the Holy Spirit. And you know what? He may disagree with your feelings. And, uh, but, but he knows the right way to go. And he knows what you need to do every moment. And uh, if you have a moment of inspiration, you can give any time during the service. If you're watching online, go to our website, and uh, it'll service you that way. Hallelujah. And uh, if you don't know, we also have an app. Uh, you can get our app on the uh, anywhere that there's uh, apps for your phone. And uh, you can get the, it's, if you type in Victory Christian Fellowship of Palmyra, you can find our app there, and uh, you can take us with you wherever you go. Oh, Father, we give you thanks and praise that your blessing is so rich and wonderful and powerful. And, Lord, you give us the blessing, and it causes us to multiply, to be fruitful, to dominate, to fill the earth, Lord, and to be established. And we give you thanks and praise that every gift and giver is blessed in Jesus' name. Amen. And we have some awesome kids in this place and awesome teachers in this place. We want our kids to have a great class right now. So kids, go and have a great class. Be blessed. Honor the Lord. Listen to the Holy Spirit. Amen. Hallelujah. Oh, God is so good. You know, your name is a very important thing. How many love their name? Did you know that your name was a gift to you? Hallelujah. I didn't get to name myself, but I was named. Amen. And uh, we are recognized and identified by our name. Our name represents the qualities and characteristics that set you apart from everyone else. And God has enabled us to exercise the name of Jesus. So tonight I want to talk to you about magnifying the name of Jesus. He's got a wonderful name, a powerful name. And he lets us use his name that we can access the benefits of heaven. How many know that heaven's got benefits? The Bible says that he daily loads us with benefits. Have you gotten your load today? If he daily loads us, have you gotten your load today? If not, you can pick it up right now before you go. Say, Lord, load me up. Hallelujah. I can hear the spiritual truck back into your house right now. Hallelujah. And the ability to use the name of Jesus is all about being in a relationship with him. When you know him, he gives you access to use his name. And his name is powerful. Hallelujah. And, uh, you know, how important is the name? It's how we're recognized, it's how we're identified, and it's how people relate to you. They call you by your name. Hopefully they remember it. (laughs) Amen? A name is a word or phrase that constitutes 
the distinctive designation of a person or thing. Hallelujah. Your name carries a reputation. You know, the Bible says a good name is better to be had than gold or silver. You need to invest in your name. Amen? A name is an illustrious record of your family or your clan. Hallelujah. A name is a a title. It's a label. It's a character. It's it's what somebody is called. And I want you to go with me to the book of Philippians chapter 2. You know, there are things that are happening in this world, but you know what? We can change it through the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. We are part of an elite group called believers. And we have access to speak that name. And when we speak the name of Jesus, it's as if Jesus is right there saying what you're saying. When you use the name of Jesus, that's what it is. That's why he said, don't take my name in vain. Right? We have to understand the proper use of his name. In Philippians chapter 2, verse 9, Wherefore, God also has highly exalted him. Say, he's highly exalted. And it has given him a name which is above every name. Whoo! The name of Jesus is above every name. If sickness has a name, there's a name greater than that sickness. It's the name of Jesus. He is above every name. He is the final authority. He is the supreme deity. He is uh, the Lord of all. And he was given, God gave him a name above every name. Verse 10, at the name of Jesus, hallelujah, it ought to do something when you speak the name of Jesus. Every knee should bow. And of things in heaven, things in earth, and things under the earth, he covers every realm. There's, you won't find any person greater than the name of Jesus in heaven, on earth, or under the earth. Hallelujah. And every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of the Father. Jesus is Lord. Hallelujah. He's Lord and you know him. Amen. It's a privilege to know him. It's a privilege to exercise his name. It's a privilege. Hallelujah. We have benefits I love benefits. And uh, here's our, here are some benefits of the name of Jesus. His name represents and releases all of heaven's supremacy, authority, and power. If you're in a troubling situation, all you need to know is one word, Jesus. And that one word can initiate change in that situation. Hallelujah. I'll never forget when I was in Sierra Leone in Africa in 2011 and I was speaking in one place and the two guys that I was traveling with were speaking in another place and I had got done preaching 
And my driver and I, we were, uh, we were driving from the service, and we were going to meet with my friends for lunch. And we were traveling on a road, a two-lane road. It was kind of a gravel road. We had the sea to our left and a cliff to our right. And all of a sudden, this SUV full of 13 people decided to pass four cars on a two-lane road, and it was in our lane. And we could do nothing. We couldn't move to the right. We couldn't move to the left, but we could speak a name. And we spoke the name Jesus. Both my driver and I, we spoke the name of Jesus, and we hit head on with that SUV. The airbags deployed. It made my nose bleed. But I had, I had, I had no injuries. I was in, we were in a Toyota RAV4, and that looked like an accordion. But the name of Jesus... We were able to speak that name in a moment, in a situation that was dangerous, that could have took our lives, that that was a setup from the enemy. But Jesus delivered us because we knew the authority and the power of his name. True story. And uh, we went to the hospital and in in, in the courtyard of the hospital, there was a tree with no leaves on it with a buzzard sitting in the tree. I thought, I don't think that's good for a hospital. And uh, I, I got x-rays in this Sierra Leone hospital, but thank God I didn't have, any, have to have any treatment. But the x-rays showed nothing. I, I had nothing. Amen. Both my driver and I unscathed. What was the difference? We knew the name. And we were able to speak the name of Jesus. And in that moment, that's all we needed to say. And God delivered us. God acted on our behalf. Why? God, God responds to that name. Hallelujah. Go, go with me to Psalm chapter 8. Psalm chapter 8. And we're going to look at verse 1 here. Hallelujah. Magnifying the name of Jesus. You make Jesus bigger than any problem. You make Jesus bigger than every enemy. You make Jesus bigger than every challenge. You make Jesus bigger than every valley. Hallelujah. You make Jesus big. And God will do big things in your life. We've got to exercise the name of Jesus. Psalm chapter 8, verse 1. O Lord, our Lord, how excellent is your name in all the earth. Woo! He has set the glory above the heavens. You know, God's got an excellent name. It's an excellent name in all the earth. Hallelujah. You can, you can speak Buddha. No one's going to pay any attention. You can talk about Muhammad. Ah, who's Muhammad? But you say Jesus and people turn their heads. There's something about that name. It's the name of Jesus. It's the name above every name. Oh, how excellent. Do you know the excellence of his name? Hallelujah. We need to become acquainted with the excellent name of Jesus. Glory to God. You know, Peter and John, in Acts chapter 3, they were on their way to pray. And they were going to the temple at the hour of prayer. And it's something that they did regularly and consistently. Say regularly Regularly. and consistently. 
You know, there's power in consistency. Doing something over and over and establishing it as a habit. You know, some habits can be good, but some habits can be bad. But thank God you can change bad habits and make them good. Amen? So they were going to the hour of prayer, and this day was different because this day they were full of the Holy Spirit. They, they were in the day of Pentecost. They were in the upper room. And they had been doused with fire. See, to be baptized means to be immersed. John said, Jesus who comes after me, he's mightier than I. He's greater than I. He'll baptize you with the Holy Ghost and fire. He will immerse you with fire. Some of you need to be immersed in fire. And God immersed his church in fire on the day of Pentecost. Tongues of fire came in that room. And Peter and John were in that room and they got some fire and they were going to the temple with some fire. They were going to pray with some fire. And the fire made them see something different. I'm sure that they saw this man sitting at this gate many days. This wasn't the only day that he was there. He was there every day. This wasn't the only time they were going to prayer. They did this every day. And some, the fire on the inside of Peter saw him to see this man in a different light. And this man was begging for money. And Peter said, look at me. Now this man was expecting to receive something, but Peter was going to give him something that he didn't expect. How many know that God does the unexpected? You can expect something from God, but he's able to do more than you could ask or think. He does above and beyond. He, he, he's more than enough. And so Peter took this man, the fire in Peter, he took him by the hand, and he didn't even give him an opportunity to doubt. He said, in the name of Jesus, rise and walk. And the man just jumped up, and instantly strength refreed came to his legs and and ankles and he was able to walk and leap and praise the Lord. And here's what they said about this. Here's what they accredited this miracle to. Acts 3.16. Acts 3.16. They were, you know, there was a, a commotion arose because, you know, when you, when you add fire to a situation, there's going to be some commotion. It's not going to be all pretty and nice. And people are going to, God's going to do the miraculous and people are going to say, what happened? What just happened? See, this man got healed in front of everybody. He walked into church and everybody saw him walking in. The man who who they knew was lame. Acts 3.16, on the basis of faith in his name. It is the name of Jesus which has strengthened this man whom you see and know. The faith which comes through him has given him perfect health and complete wholeness in your presence. Say, it's all in the name. Oh, hallelujah. We've been given a label as a church. We've been labeled with the name of Jesus, glory to God. Ingredients, holiness. Righteousness, purity, truth. 
No additives or preservatives. Glory to God. I'm, I got the label of Jesus on me. Hallelujah. See, we use the name of Jesus to unlock heaven's treasures. Jesus is the master key that opens every door. Hallelujah. Listen, if man shuts a door, we got a key that can open the door. Glory to God. Man, man doesn't hold the key. Jesus holds the keys. He took the keys to death, hell, and the grave. And he gave us copies of those keys. Say, I've got my keys. So we use the name to unlock heaven's treasures. We use the name to silence, stop, and cast out devils. There's not a devil, a demon, an evil spirit that can overcome the name of Jesus. You can silence them, you can stop them, and you can cast them out. Say, I can do that. Because in the name of Jesus. See, when you know the name of Jesus, you know that there's authority and power in that name. It's not just any name. It's the name above every name. Everything has to answer to Jesus. And if it's not going the way you want, change it in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. We use his name to release the blessing. Did you know that the blessing triumphs over every curse? Do you know why Balaam couldn't curse Israel? They were blessed. The blessing is greater than the curse. As long as you're living right and doing what's right in God's sight, you're blessed. And curse, I like what Brother Hagin said. One day, I forget where he was, but he was in a place and this witch came up to him and said how she was going to curse him. And he looked at her and laughed and said, I double dog dare you. <laughs> Why? Because he understood that the blessing is greater. Yes. Say the blessing is greater. The blessing is greater. Say I'm blessed. I'm blessed. So the name of Jesus releases the blessing. The blessing is an empowerment. The blessing is, is power to prosper, power to multiply. We must use his name to promote his kingdom. Do you realize people make clothes and sell to the world and put their name on it? People make buildings and put their name on it. People make donations to universities so they get their name on the building. How do you think the Giant Center became the Giant Center? Because Giant put some money to build the building. But they got their name on it. Hallelujah. We got to use the name of Jesus to promote the kingdom. We got to be about the father's business. When you're inviting someone to church. The goal is not to get them to church. The goal is to get them in Christ. Tell them who they are, what they could have, what they could do when they're in Christ. Give them a vision. Yeah. Invite them to church, but. Go, go more than that. Tell them what they can be. Yes. You can be free. You can be delivered. You can be healed. Yes. That's the point. When you invite someone to church, don't say just come to church. G- give them what they can be. Yes. 
we got to promote the kingdom with the name of Jesus. Jesus chose some people. He chose you. You're on Jesus' team. He didn't pick you last. He picked you first. He's got a job for you to do. Everyone in this room has been given gifts, talents, and abilities by God. How are you using it for his kingdom? Or which kingdom are you building? Some people build their own kingdom. Some people use their gifts, talents, and abilities for the world. When they should be using it for God. But we got to use his name to promote the kingdom. Amen? We got to use his name to manifest his glory. Jesus. Jesus. I'll tell you what, when you mention that name, fear goes, I'm out of here. Doubt goes, I can't hang around here. Unbelief says, get me out of here quick. Why? No one can match the name of Jesus. His name is matchless. Did you know that David used the name of God as a weapon to defeat the giant? He says, I come at you with the name of the Lord. He didn't rely on his weapons. He relied on the name. He put the name on that sling. He put the name on the stone. He put the name in his action when he let it go. And once he put his name on it, God took it from there. Hallelujah. He hit that giant dead in the head. And then cut it off for good measure. See, when you use the name of Jesus, you can cut the head off of every enemy who opposes you, who tries to intimidate you. Do you have faith in his name? We can manifest his glory, his presence. Hallelujah. Use the name of Jesus to bring about his will in every situation. Say this, say, I yield to the name of Jesus. That means he gets to call the shots. Hallelujah. You want someone who knows what they're doing to call the shots. Jesus is an expert strategist. He's never lost a battle. You didn't get that. He's he's never lost a battle. He's never had a scandal. He never committed sin. He's the spotless, perfect lamb of God. He is holy. So use his name to bring about his will in every situation. Hallelujah. Glory to God. You know, the name of Jesus is great. Of course, there's no greater name. Go to Psalm 148, verse 13. Psalm 148, verse 13. Let them praise the name of the Lord. Hey, guess what? I'll let you praise his name. There's freedom to praise his name. 
For his name alone is exalted. His glory is above earth and heaven. Say his name is exalted. Hallelujah. There's no other name that will get you out of a tight spot than the name of Jesus. You could be incarcerated in prison and speak the name of Jesus and he's got a way of getting you out. Hallelujah. You can speak Jesus over your finances. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Psalm 145 verse 1. Psalm 145 verse 1. I will extol you, my God, O King. I will bless your name forever and ever. Say forever and ever. Oh, his name is so great and so wonderful. We're never going to get tired of praising his name. I will bless his name forever and ever and ever. Hallelujah. The angels never get bored. Flying around the throne saying, holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. They never get tired of praising his name. They never, get, they, they never say, I'm tired of flying around this throne. We've been doing this for thousands of years. No, they love it. They get excited about it. Why? It's the greatest. They get to participate in the greatest name. Hallelujah. We got to get excited about Jesus. Bless his name forever. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Go to Ephesians chapter 1. Ephesians chapter 1. Now, I want you to see something. Everything that we're saying about his name, you have access to because he's given you access to the name. So you get the benefits. You get the victory. You, you get the strength that comes from him. Amen. Notice Ephesians chapter 1, verse 20. He's talking about his working of his mighty power, which he wrought in Christ when he raised him from the dead and set him at his own right hand in the heavenly places far above. Everybody say far above. What's the name of Jesus above? He's above principality. Uh, that's, a, that's a classification of demons, principalities. He's above power. Woo, there's, got, there's no one that's got more power than Jesus. God's got all power, all authority in heaven and earth. And hallelujah, we have access to the power. We have access to that authority. He's far above might. Think of the strongest person you know. Jesus is stronger. He's stronger than the strongest stronghold. He's stronger than the mightiest fortress. He's greater than the mightiest thing that man could ever make. He's, above, he's far above might. He's far above dominion. Hallelujah. Listen, if you're going to, if someone's going to give you dominion, they have to have dominion to give it to you. And he's given us dominion. Amen. He's far above every name that is named. He's, he, he's above cancer. He's above diabetes. He, he, he's, he's above heart disease. 
He's above high blood pressure. Hallelujah. Everything that has a name, the name of Jesus is greater. That means the greater name can influence the lesser. The greater name can change the things that are under it. Hallelujah. He's far above every name, not only in this world, but also in that which is to come. And he's put all things under his feet. Who is his feet? We're his feet because we're the body of Christ. Say, I'm the body of Christ. Did he not give you authority to tread on serpents and scorpions or over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt you? You got some things under your feet. Glory to God. That ought to get you excited. You got some things under your feet. He's put all things under his feet and gave him to be the head over all things to the church. Jesus is the head of the church. There wouldn't be a church without Jesus. This is Jesus' church. He said, I will build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. I'm so glad Jesus built building a church. Amen. He's called some people out of darkness and he's called you into the light. He's translated you from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of light of his son. Hallelujah. He's made you a citizen of heaven. Glory to God. A member of his household. Praise the Lord. The church, which is his body, the fullness of him that fills all in all. Jesus will fill you like a Bavarian cream donut. And when you bite into it, you're so full that the cream gets everywhere. One time I was in a restaurant with a friend of mine. It was a Mexican restaurant. And so they gave us uh, an appetizer of uh, these pickled vegetables. They had like carrots and jalapenos. And I bit into a jalapeno and the juice shot my friend across the table. That jalapeno was so full that one bite into it just shot the juice from it. I'm glad it didn't get into his eye. But that's how God, God wants you so full with his fullness. You know, God's fullness is different than our fullness. When we, when we think something is full, we want to put our hands over the cup to stop pouring. But God doesn't stop pouring. His fullness is to continue to pour. He anoints my head with oil. My cup runs over. That's Psalm 23. Let your cup run over. Stop putting your hands on it. Let it run over. Say, get into the overflow. We need some people in the overflow. They got more than enough, and they're operating in the overflow. Hallelujah. That's where miracles happen. They happen in the overflow. Jesus was a walking container of virtue. And when someone with faith touched him, that's when the virtue came out. Did you know when the woman with the issue of blood touched Jesus in faith and received his virtue, he didn't say, oh, I'm a little bit low on virtue. No, he's got more virtue to go around. One touch is not going to drain him of his virtue. God's got some virtue. And he wants to fill you with some virtue. Hallelujah. But we got to understand his name. He's far above every. And then here's the key to activating the name. 
When you walk into a dark room, do you have to stand and intercede to make the darkness flee? No. What do you do? You flip a switch. You just flip a switch. The light comes on and the darkness flees. You don't have to stand there and pray in tongues for 10 hours to make the darkness flee. You know, sometimes we just got to understand who's entering the room. Who we're bringing to a situation. You know, Jesus wasn't afraid to eat with sinners. Why? He knew the grace in him was greater than the sin that they were in. Jesus was not worried about the sin getting in him. He was there to let the grace get to them. Because where sin abounds, what happens to grace? Grace does much more abound. So grace is greater than sin. Because grace can change sin. Hallelujah. The name of Jesus is his nature. It's his character. It's his holiness. It's his righteousness. His name is his bond. He will never violate his own name. And he guards his name. He doesn't want us to violate his name either. You know, people do a lot of things in the name of Jesus that Jesus didn't tell them to do. Amen? So anything that you do to honor his name, it'll work out well for you. Anything that you do to honor his name according to his way, it'll work out well for you. Say, I want to honor his name. That's how we activate the name of Jesus. We're saved by his name. How many called in the name of Jesus to be saved? How long did it take after you called the name? Did God put you on hold? You didn't hear elevator music? Waiting for the next step. See, the moment you spoke the name of Jesus, it took, it's fast. It's not slow. The name of Jesus is associated with speed. With acceleration. Why? He can make something out of nothing. Hallelujah. Peter told the people on the day of Pentecost to repent and call on his name. What's his number? You don't need a number. All you need is J-E-S-U-S. Did you know that the name of Jesus is the most easiest password to remember? Hallelujah. You know, we're, I don't know about you, but I'm inundated with passwords. I got a whole list of passwords for different things. Right? And, and everything you get into now, you need another password. You know, thank God for lists. I keep my passwords in my phone. Hallelujah. But Jesus is the easiest password to remember. J-S-U- What's my password? J-S-U-S. That's all you need to know. Amen. Hallelujah. Go to John chapter 14. John chapter 14 and verse 13. Are you having a good time tonight? And you know what? If we're going to understand his name, we've got to represent his name. 
Jesus is not associated with wimps. Jesus is strong. He's powerful. He's mighty. If you want to live a wimpy life, don't name Jesus. He doesn't associate with wimps. He associates with strength and power. Amen? He, he, Jesus applauds you when you do right. When nobody's looking, you do what's right in his sight. He honors that. Why? Because you're representing his name. You can't lie and use the name of Jesus. They don't mix. He's the truth. He doesn't associate with lies. Jesus said, there's no darkness in me. I'm the light of the world. All I have is light in me, not darkness. And if you're going to live dark, you don't get to use the name of Jesus. You got to live in the light. Amen? John 14, verse 13. And whatsoever you shall ask in my name, that will I do. Now, his name is associated with his word. His name is associated with his way. So you, you can't ask for sinful things and use the name of Jesus, and he's, gonna, he's not going to put a stamp of approval on it. Whatever you ask in my name, that will I do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. God loves it when you use his name. He's like, that's my boy. That's my girl. Woo, look at him. Use my name. Hallelujah. Do you believe that? Whatever you ask in his name? How many believe that? Say, whatever I ask in his name, he'll do it for me. He said it himself. He can't lie. He doesn't change. That applies to everyone who believes it. Amen? I don't know what to do. Ask for wisdom in the name of Jesus and you'll know what to do. I don't know where to go. Ask where to go. Ask for directions in the name of Jesus and you'll know where to go. I don't know how to do this. Ask how to do it in the name of Jesus and you'll know how to do it. Whatsoever you ask in his name. Amen? Whatsoever. Think about whatsoever. Hallelujah. That's how you activate the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Go to 1 Chronicles chapter 16. 1 Chronicles chapter 16. What are we doing? We're magnifying the name of Jesus. You want to change your life? Add Jesus to it. You want to change the way you think? Add Jesus to your thoughts. Add Jesus to your mind. Amen? You'll change. Add Jesus to your marriage. You want your marriage to change? Add Jesus to your marriage. Amen? First Chronicles 16 and verse 10. Glory you in his holy name. Let the heart of them rejoice that seek the Lord. All right, let the heart of them that seek the Lord rejoice. You're missing it. Glory in his holy name. Let the heart of them rejoice that seek the Lord. You got to remind your heart to rejoice. You shouldn't, rejoicing should just flow. 
Some of you got some rusty pipes. Rejoicing is having a heart. You need some oil. You need the oil of joy to begin to flow. Move those rusty pipes. Let those who seek the Lord rejoice. Hallelujah. You can't seek God and be depressed. Because when you start seeking God, depression's going to go. It's going to lift. Lift up those heavy hands that weigh down. Some of you need to lift up your hands. Listen, when I first got saved, I did the half hand raise thing because I wasn't quite free. But now I'm free. I got no problem lifting my hands now. Amen? Hallelujah. Why? We're seeking the greatest name. You want to activate... See, if you want to activate the name of Jesus, you got to be all in. You got to be confident in this name. You got to know what his name can do. What his name can do in you. What his name can get you through. Hallelujah. Because his name is true. Glory to God. Oh, hallelujah. We're supposed to preach in the name of Jesus. Amen. Go to Psalm 33. Psalm 33 and verse 20. Now, you guys are sharp, so you don't want to miss this again, okay? I'm giving you a heads up. Psalm 33, verse 20. Our soul waits for the Lord. He is our help and our shield. Okay? Verse 21. Our heart shall rejoice in him because we have trusted in his holy name. How many trust in his name? Hallelujah. Then get excited about the name of Jesus. We, his, he'll never let you down. He'll never steer you in the wrong way. Hallelujah. He, he can get you through the darkest place. He can get you through the most treacherous pathway. He's got ways to get you through that no one knows of yet. Until you need it, he'll reveal it to you. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Go to Psalm 89. Psalm 89 and verse 27. Glory to God. <laughs> Hallelujah. Ha, 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 ha. Hallelujah. Mm. Psalm 89, verse 27. Also, I will make him my firstborn. Jesus is the firstborn from the dead. Hallelujah. He had to be the firstborn so that we could be born again. Glory to God. I will make him my firstborn higher than the kings of the earth. Glory to God. Jesus is higher than the kings of the earth. If a king says something that goes against the Lord, some righteous person can stand up and say no, and heaven will back you up. And you will not lose. Jesus sent Moses 
to Egypt. And he went before a king who didn't even know who Joseph was. The king obviously failed history class. Because if you took history class in Egypt, you would have known that Joseph did some things in Egypt. And he began to be fearful, so he enslaved the people. And the people were crying out because they know that there's a name who is a deliverer. He can deliver them out of any situation. And they began to cry out. So God began to work. He sent a deliverer named Moses. He authorized Moses to go into the Pharaoh's courtroom, into the throne room. Pharaoh couldn't stop him. Pharaoh couldn't arrest him. Pharaoh couldn't silence him. Pharaoh couldn't even kick him out. Because Moses had the authority to speak to the king because there's a king higher than the king of Egypt. His name is King Jesus. And we got to have some people who are like Moses that fearlessly confront evil and refuse to compromise. Moses did not let Pharaoh dictate the terms of their release. When he said the people and I are going to go and Pharaoh said no, people go but the cattle, he stays with us. He said, no, the cattle's coming too. Say, my cattle's coming too. Let me tell you something. You're not going to lack with Jesus. Jesus doesn't know what lack is. He doesn't know what poverty is. Yeah, he became poor so that we become rich, but that was just for a season. Hallelujah. It's time that we become rich. Say, it's time for me to become rich. Well, I don't know how I'm going to do it. I'm on a fixed income. Let me tell you something. You can do it with Jesus. How many things are possible with Jesus? Is anything too hard for Jesus? So stop complaining and start praising. And watch God work. If God can bring bread from heaven to a desert, he can get money to you in Palmyra. If God can bring water out of a rock... He can send you gold and silver from wherever you need it from. God's got ways of doing things that we don't even realize. He's got supernatural ways. How are you going to give water to three million people with all their, all their goats, sheep, cattle, donkeys, and everything? You're going to strike a rock. Then you're going to speak to a rock. And God's going to bring water out of a rock to, to, to meet every person's need and the cattle too. There was an abundance of water. Oh, we want meat. We're tired of this light bread. Okay, I'll give you meat. I'll send quail. Batter up. I mean, you talk about hunting. I'm going to go quail hunting. Where's your rifle? I don't got a rifle. I got a bat. I'm just going to knock him out of the sky. Quail came into camp this high. Flying right where? I mean, my goodness. You know, when I went goose hunting, we would go goose hunting with my father at least once a year down to southern Illinois. And we had to hunt with a guide. So a guide would be in us, with us in the pit, right? If you never hunted goose, they take you out into a, a cornfield where they dug a hole in the cornfield and they made a pit. That's the blind, right? And you got these decoys out here and, and, and the guide, he calls the geese in, right? And one time we were hunting, man, those geese were 20 
feet high in the air. The rings were cupped. All we had to do was go boom, boom, boom. There was goose dinner right there. The goose was cooked, let me tell you. Hallelujah. We got done hunting that day at 10 o'clock because you're allowed two geese per person. We got them all by 10 o'clock. Hallelujah. I mean, but those God, God made the, the quail come into the camp this high. He made it so easy. Say, say God makes things easy. Why, why are you fretting about things? Oh, the gas prices are too high. Well, there's a name greater than the gas. Come on. We, we got a God who's got big pockets. We, we've got a God who's got an abundance. Don't, don't worry about the prices. Speak Jesus. Hallelujah. He's higher than the kings of the earth. Glory to God. His name endures forever. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Go to Luke chapter 1. Whew. We got to magnify the name of Jesus. How do you magnify the name of Jesus? You live a life of victory. Say this. Say, I'm not going to quit and I will not be defeated. Pastor Kenneth Hagan of Raymond Bible Church, he has this motto that he says. He says, I will not be defeated and I, I, I will not quit. And, and he lives that way. Right? He was in a wrestling match with his uncle one time and his uncle had his arm behind his back in a hold. And Pastor Hagan, I was there when he was telling this story. He said, he told his uncle, you're going to have to break my arm. We'll go to the emergency room. They'll set it, but I'm not going to quit. Say, I'm not going to quit. Say, I'm not going to give up. Say, I'm tough. And I get going. I can face any challenge. I can overcome any enemy. I have Jesus. I have God's power. I have his authority. Nothing can stop me. This is how we got to live. Hallelujah. Luke chapter 1, verse 31. And behold, you shall conceive in your womb, by an unconventional way, I might add, and bring forth a son and shall call his name Jesus. Let's call his name Jesus. You got to call his name. You want to activate his power? You got to call his name. You got to believe his name. You got to have faith in his name. You got to trust his name. You got to be bold about his name. Is that Jesus? No, let the lion out of the cage. Jesus! Verse 32. He shall be great. And shall be called the son of the highest. Whoo! Hallelujah! There's no high like the most high. <laughs> and the Lord God shall give unto him the throne of his father David. 
God promised David that there was going to be a man sitting on his throne forever, and that man is Jesus, the son of the highest, not the son of the lowest. He's not the son of the fearful. He's not the son of barely get along. He's the son of the highest. Hallelujah. And he shall reign over the house of Jacob. That's Israel. And guess what? Whether you realize it or not, you're an adopted Jew. We've been engrafted in to the Jewish line. Hallelujah. We've been engrafted into the line of Abraham. Glory to God. We are sons of faith like in Abraham. Hallelujah. We've been engrafted in. So he's going to rule over us. Amen. Forever and of his kingdom there shall be no end. Jesus isn't going to go anywhere. He's not going to disappear. He's not going to stop moving in the earth. Hallelujah. He, 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 hasn't, he hasn't lost any power. He hasn't lost any ability. His name is still good to raise the dead, to cast out devils, to heal the sick, to cleanse the leper. Freely we have received the name of Jesus. Freely we give the name of Jesus. We've got the goods. And we do have the goods. They're right here. We've got the goods. They're in Jesus. All God put all of his wisdom, all of his riches in Jesus. And he gave us Jesus. And Jesus is in us by the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. You should never have a depressed day after tonight in the name of Jesus. You should never have a down day after tonight. Why? Just speak the name of Jesus and it'll change. Hallelujah. (laughs) Oh, hallelujah. Go to John chapter 3. John chapter 3. Hallelujah. Ooh, I don't know about you. I'm having a good time tonight. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Woo, I'm, I'm drinking from the well that never runs dry. I'm sipping on some new wine. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Woo, John chapter 3, verse 30. John knew who Jesus was. He said, he must increase or become more important. Listen, you got to make Jesus your number one priority. Amen. You do you realize when you work a job, if you're work, you know, some of us are retired, but if you work a job, you're supposed to work under Jesus. You're supposed to do your work under Him. So stop complaining about your boss or your situation and just speak Jesus. You want to change your situation? Work like Jesus worked and watch, watch the other employees take notice of you. Let me tell you something. Joseph worked like Jesus did, and he got the attention of a, of a heathen idol worshiper. Potiphar was a heathen idol worshiper. He worshiped the sun god, the moon god, probably some other gods. 
But when Joseph worked like Jesus, Potiphar saw something different. He saw something in the results. He, he saw something in Joseph. He said, this is God. He, he recognized it was God. Amen? You want to change your employee situation? Work like Jesus. Talk like Jesus. Act like Jesus. All right? Verse 31. He that comes from above is above all. Say he's above all. Yep, can't go any higher. I'm going to go over your head. I'm going straight to the top. Yeah, go to Jesus. Amen? He that is of the earth is earthly and speaks of the earth. You know, people of the earth will speak of the earth. Listen, we don't need to do what the world says do. The world thinks that they can define marriage. They're wrong. They can't. I don't care what they do. I don't care what law they try to make. Marriage comes from the creator of marriage, God, between a man and a woman, period. And we got to speak Jesus to to the, you know, marriage is under attack. All right, that's a side note. I won't charge you anything extra for it. But he that comes from heaven is above all. Listen, are you thinking earthly minded or heavenly minded? Are you below or above? Verse 32, and what he has seen and heard, that he testifies. All God wants us to do is testify to what we've seen and heard. Amen? And no man receives his testimony. He that receives his testimony has set to his seal that God is true. How many has received his testimony? God, say, God is true. And every man a liar. God, listen. If he said you're healed, you're healed. If he said you won, you won. If he said you're good, you're good. If he said you're forgiven, you're forgiven. Amen? He doesn't, miss, he doesn't mince words. He says what he means and he means what he says. Amen? But we got the greatest name. It's our job to magnify the name. To make it bigger. To make it greater. Hallelujah. It's up to you. You want Jesus in your situation? You make his name greater in your situation. Amen? You get up tomorrow and you say, Lord Jesus, my goal is to please you today. Whatever. I want you just to lead God and direct me into what you want me to do. Amen? You, 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 you do that and watch what he will do. He, he, will, he will lead you to greatness. Hallelujah. Jesus took a bunch of ragtag fishermen and zealots and tax collectors and he made them into people who changed the world. Three and a half, everybody say three and a half years. Do you realize Peter, James, and John only attended church for three and a half years? And then they went and changed the world? Some people in the body of Christ have been attending church for 20 years and they have an impact on the world in any way, shape, or form. Let's get a double dip in Jesus tonight. Amen. Let's, let's get under the greatness of his name. Let's begin to magnify his name. Begin to bless his name. Begin to praise his name. Begin to rejoice in his name. Oh, that, that'll put you at your feet. I don't know how you can sit in your seat. We, we, need, to, we need to get rejoicing and praising Jesus. Amen. Stand to your feet and get excited about Jesus. Hallelujah. The name that's above every name. 
the name whose name we bow to. 